0: christmas
1: merry christmas everyone what's Ma- up gang what what'd you get
0: merrick Chrysler. um Evan, it, it we we took last week off kind of like we, we i don't know that we even planned to take last week off but it just kind of worked out where yeah i had family over and you were in a different spot you were not at home right
1: right i was in someone else's home and i feel like we we share such a similar Mind that we sent like two text messages all week, but I feel like I feel like we had like a pretty in-depth dialogue within those. Yeah, like I'm I not even like sure we, we responded,
0: responded to each other. <laughs> no We, we just didn't. sent two separate text messages about the same thing. Hey, do you want to record today? I didn't respond, and then I it, uh, the next day I was like, Hey, do you want to record today or tomorrow? And then you didn't respond. And we were just like, I guess we're not recording today. <laughs> next <laughs> and week it, it is perfectly. exactly, and I think it worked out for the best. Yeah, because I had like I said, I had a ton of family over starting on uh, Thursday. And yeah, I was just it, it, I needed to prepare for that. <laughs> there was yeah. just, there was not enough mental energy to do a good show here. Um, did you have fun?
1: I did. I actually had a really good Christmas. I've been telling everyone around me and maybe even you that I'm trying to like rebrand as someone who loves Christmas. So I like really, oh, really? do it this year. Yeah, I like really went all out. Uh, my brother was in town for a few days before Christmas, so we did the whole downtown Austin thing. We were the only people in like five different
0: bars. You did uh, invite me out to Rainey. And I did. I, I, I had a strong consideration about coming down there. I it could not abandon family, though. That was the issue.
1: Mm. Uh, we invited a friend of the pod, Max
0: Garner, out as well, and he
1: was playing golf. Ugh. So. Max. That was something that we dealt with. Uh, but yeah, my, my girlfriend is from Dripping Springs, which is 25 miles away from me. So this was the third Christmas in a row I went over there. And she's like an only child, so we'd all just like sat around and did puzzles and hung out. It was That's a good. Awesome.
0: Time. I'm yeah. I'm slowly becoming enjoying the Christmas time guy. I am not I am not the uh the super fan of Christmas the holiday itself. I don't know why. I guess it just never feels restful to me yeah but this year it did and and we can get more into that here in a little bit um I do want to plug the patreon really quick patreon.com slash between two bears we're back in the lab here uh, back into content producing mode after the week off I think we have some really cool stuff planned for basketball season and almost especially for the off season. I think that's where we're really going to shine Evan yeah That's why I I make my beans diving into past games. Some weird off the wall ideas. Very excited for that. Be a part of the discord. Watch games together with Evan and myself. I I hopped on um, the video or the uh, the audio chat during uh, the Baylor Oregon game. That was a blast. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff over there. Um, Today we also have a special guest for at least the first portion of the pod while we talk about christmas and that is my oldest child do you want to introduce yourself what's your name foster your name is foster um and how old or how old are you foster five did you did you have fun this christmas yes that's that's all it's yes, yes i mean it was a yes no question so you're not wrong but what what did you enjoy most about Christmas? Um, opening the presents. I'm shocked. I'm actually nice. shocked. So Santa came, yeah. But mommy and daddy also got you a lot of good gifts. I would say yeah. Santa only brought you one gift. So who's your favorite, Santa or mommy and daddy? Mm, mommy and daddy. That's a very good answer. Good answer. Um, what was what was Christmas Day like? T- tell me about the stuff that happened on Christmas Day in our in our family. Well we had breakfast tacos for breakfast. That that's a good time to have breakfast tacos for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And who made those breakfast tacos? Daddy. Yeah. And they were really good, huh? Yes. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh what else happened? Um then. And we opened presents. That's true. What was your favorite present? Or what were some of your favorite presents? Um, One of them is Luigi's Mansion 3. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Foster, because you have not stopped talking about Luigi's Mansion 3 since about June. <laughs> and you finally got it. And you ran into your first hard part of the game today. And you came in here and what did you tell me? C- can you help me find... The elevator button. Yeah, there's elevator buttons. I have to press. Guys, I have no idea what to do in this game. I it this is the hardest video game I've ever played in my life. You have to like look in mirrors. Anyway, Um, was there anything else that you wanted to, to talk about? Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's about how it goes. That's about how it goes. Um, He's a natural. Yeah, Evan, did you have any questions for Foster?
1: Yes. Foster, here is my question for you. What was the favorite thing that you ate on Christmas? What's your favorite Christmas food you had?
0: Um the meat oh t- tell me more about this. So the meat was really yummy. What was it? Um, what was the meat? Ribs? Yeah, well, there were actually three kinds of ribs, right? What? Yeah, there was the sun. <laughs> There there were the really big ribs, right, that were kind of black in color. Those were dino ribs. And then there was kind of the pink ones. Those were pork ribs. And then there were the little itty-bitty little, little, little ones that were short ribs. Which ones were your favorite? Um, dino ribs? I thought those were the best, too. Yeah, the dino ribs were the best. I admittedly was cooking for about 12 to 14 hours oh, on man. Saturday. And it I was need so- to come over. It was totally worth it. You do need to come over. And I need to get some cooking lessons. You cooking, do. grilling, all of it. 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 I. I truly believe that it would be easy and fun to do. Um, okay, Foster. Thanks so much for coming on. This. This was really fun. Did you have anything that you wanted to tell all of the Baylor people that are friends with Daddy on the internet? Um, What's the one Baylor thing you're supposed to say? Second bears. That's very That's very very true. What was the other thing I taught you that people can see on the Patreon video feed? The thing that you do with your hands. Oh yeah, horns down. That's right. That's right. Good boy. All right. Oh you can go boy. Get out of here. Get that out of here. That was he, the most
1: precious interview of the entire calendar he's,
0: year. He's a good kid. He, we had a lot of fun, and I I brought him on to say mostly that it, it felt like a break. Christmas did finally. I'm usually having to work right after Christmas, but I'm off this week, so we can we can really get into it. And and that kind of got me in the mood to like review the year as a whole. And I figured, look, there's been a lot of coverage of everything, but Evan, what were what were your three favorite moments of this past calendar year?
1: That's a great question, and I'm a little conflicted. I like what I know. My first one is definitely my most favorite, but I'm also not. I don't feel great about it being my favorite because the number one moment for me was the first home game, like watching the students run out on the line. And I feel like I'm becoming washed because oh. like normal, like normal shit, no, happening. man. Yeah, yeah. Normal shit makes me tear up now. <laughs> like the, the bar has been lowered so much for me. It was really that, cool. Yeah. That, that, that's become like a core memory for me is like seeing that happen. Um, So that's my well, number that, one favorite. Well,
0: that was like a moment in society, right? That was the big yeah. representation of, Hey, we're all back together as a Baylor family. That was extremely cool. I yeah, yeah. I, that's up so, there. I'm surprised I didn't have that on my top three.
1: Yeah, no, I had that. Are we going to go back and forth, or you want to hear all three
0: of mine? Um, I'll I'll I'll, I'll do one of mine. I, I in no particular order, but you and I were at Scruffs for the national championship game. We were at Georges. Georges, I'm sorry, very different. <laughs> very different places. Yes, we were at Georges. Thank you.
1: Just throwing back pickle shots on the bar. Just <sighs> watching, watching the game on a 14-inch television.
0: Oh, well, on that note, I had no idea where I was after Davion Mitchell's like opening three minutes of that game. Yeah. He was a monster. I think he hit two jump shots right off the bat and a, a couple of fantastic pass, Like, And just the defense was phenomenal as well. So that was when I started maybe not believing, but seeing that this game was going to go a lot differently than even I expected. And I had yeah. pretty high hopes. So that was that was one of the big staple memories of this year for sure. Yeah, man, that was
1: it, it's so interesting cuz I I was thinking to myself today in my car, I was like have like reminding myself that I, oh yes, we are we are still the national champions in basketball. It's still true today. Um such a wild thing that a lot of people will never get to experience in their whole life. Fucking losers. And we got to do that this year. Um okay my answer for number 2 is the the whole the whole Iowa State football game because um all of my friends get annoyed at me every year because I'm always like you know like nudging shoulders like hey I think Baylor I think we're going to be pretty good this year man I I think this is the year we break through right. uh, and, and I I've been wrong more than I've been right but I have been right a few times you have um, it's true and, and this year I kind of like shied away from a lot of that at least, like, vocally. Uh, but that game, even though, you know, it wasn't our best game that we played of the year, or even maybe top three, um, that was the game where I was like, all right, the, these guys know what they're doing. We, uh, we're we not going to be getting blown out this year by anyone. Right. Um, it,
0: it, it, maybe it wasn't our best game, but it was a fantastic first half. If you recall, yeah. I think we scored yeah, 21. Yeah, 21 in the first half yeah. against the vaunted Iowa State defense. Right. <clears throat> Now, Iowa State tightened the F up. Yeah. The second half. I think we only kicked a field goal in the second half. But yeah, that was that was a legitimizing moment for this Baylor team for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna steal I'm gonna steal the big one for my number two. Shoot. Uh, the the end of the game Big Twelve football championship. Yeah. With with McVeigh making the tackle of the year the play of the year, just yeah. a phenomenal individual effort, but that to summarize the defensive stand, of course. Yeah. And everybody's and really, talking about it and ordered frames of the play and everything, but yeah. you just can't not mention it. It's yeah. absolutely one of the top three moments for sure.
1: And I really appreciate you um, really, really digging deep into your bag. <laughs> <answers today.
0: laughs> I, uh, I, I, I can only memorize about five things at a time. And that's and so I am digging deep in my bag. You, yeah, you, yeah, you, you didn't realize it, but that's absolutely <laughs> accurate.
1: Um, my third answer, and this is probably more like personal than it is like cool Baylor things about this year, but I went to my favorite bar in Waco and I'm not going to say their name here until they start paying us. So <laughs> if you're listening. Um, I went to that game and hung out with like all my Waco homies right before I moved back to Austin, and we watched both of the Baylor Elite Eight games back to back. With the first one ending pretty pretty lame, uh, rolling right into a mud hole stomping of Villanova. Well, no, that was probably our best game, best most competitive game of the tournament. But back to back Elite Eight games. I don't know if we've ever had that before. Like I don't know if we've been fortunate enough to see our Bears play in back to back games like in real time. Um, so that was a really neat thing.
0: Yeah. I I both elite eight games, huh? I guess the yeah. second weekend games is what you're talking about. The elite Well no, like
1: our ladies
0: oh, and our gotcha, gotcha, gotcha,
1: played gotcha. uh right. one hour after each other on the same day, and that I was really that. fun.
0: Yep. Um and I not because it was like a super positive memory, but Kim Mulkey leaving, I think is just a like a massive thing that we'll remember in 2021. Um, yeah. Really big. Again, mixed feelings about it from everybody. I think involved. Maybe not yeah. mixed for everybody, but mixed for me. <laughs> everybody has very
1: direct feelings about it. I believe.
0: Yeah, that's probably that's probably true. Except for me, um, I have I have mixed feelings about it. But um, yeah, that was just a massive memory uh, yeah. from the season.
1: Well, and it, it's so interesting because you know we had a lot of really cool things happen this year, but it, it's a rare, a rare thing to be able to like realize in real time that that it's like that's like a major like pre and post moment the way people will like talk about like basketball here. It's like, oh yeah, there was the Kim Mulkey era and now there's whatever is happening now. So it was weird to like live through that. Right. And realize like, oh, the best and winningest coach in, in our whole school's history is out the door.
0: Yeah. Big moment. It- the Villanova game, the the recent Baylor men's versus Villanova probably has to be up there. I don't know if that's your number third. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal it.
1: Um I actually hadn't even begun thinking about what my number three was gonna be. Well you should because um, it's your But turn. now that we're here, it I it is a cop out to say it now, but that's definitely it. Right? Like I that mean, that was, was so cool. so much fun. I had more fun with that than I did maybe three of the six tournament games last year. Like it was yeah. it was that fun of a yeah. hang it. And we were all we were all agape at the same time, just mouths wide open about how much of an ass-kicking we were all getting to see.
0: It felt like the grand reopening of Baylor basketball. Yeah. Right? Like, there were, there were the wins against Stanford and some of the lesser teams, but having a real opponent come into your place and just beating the snot out of them, that, that felt like, again, a legitimizing factor. Yeah. Or a legitimizing win for a brand-new team, essentially. Yeah. So, a crazy
1: thing about this basketball season, and maybe this is actually me just being a lazy fan, but it, it's crazy to be so good that we beat the dog shit out of Michigan State, the number 11 team in the
0: country. Didn't even and we it.
1: And we have all just totally moved forgot. on. Just moved on. And we beat the shit out of those boys.
0: We, yeah, I mean, truly. We, we truly did. did yeah. I had totally forgotten that we had played yeah. Michigan State. Remarkable. Remarkable. All of that kind of leads me to my summarizing point here, what a confidence building year for the Baylor fan base as a whole, right? Baylor fans are used to being in the dungeon of almost every sport, right? Basketball has a longer history of this, but after a, you know, another successful football hire legitimizes Baylor as a football power in the big 12. After a national championship in basketball, you kind of have to call us the best program in basketball right now. Yeah. How and, could you not? And another deep tournament run for the ladies. And a great hire there, seemingly. Yeah, Just, they got a professional. <laughs> right. They got a
1: WNBA head coach. From a large market. From Atlanta. The, the pinnacle of your profession. that that right. That is the highest job eh. you can get. I'm besides sure. maybe like an olympic coach. Like if you if yeah. you're coach if you're coaching lady basketball is what I'm saying if you're right. coaching women's basketball, that is the second best job in the world. And we poached her to our tiny little campus. That fucking rules,
0: man. Yeah. I I completely agree. Just it it this has been a fantastic year for Baylor sports, just in terms of the fan psyche. I hope it doesn't raise expectations to an unreasonable level, but who could blame somebody? they started having unreasonable expectations after this year. You know what yeah. I
1: mean? Yeah. Well one thing that's a really good point because one thing I've been thinking about recently, and I feel like you and I have said this a few times where it's like, oh, we're on we're on house money for five, six, seven years. I kinda I think we're approaching where that's like not what we are anymore. I I, I don't
0: maybe yeah.
1: Like I like I feel like being on house money implies that we're overachieving and we know it. I think we're just regular
0: achieving at it this feels, point. It feels it feels more habitual. Yeah, The way this has happened, right?
1: Yeah, it hasn't been like a flash in the pan situation on any account,
0: you know? Yep.
1: Aranda won two games last year and then beat the shit out of almost everyone he saw this year. Man. Scott Drew took two decades, but he got there. He figured it out.
0: He really did. He figured that he definitely did. Well,
1: and it's so wild because, like, we, the, the the Baylor ascent in basketball has been, like, very linear, right? Like, we have been slowly but very surely getting better every year we have became like a regular sweet 16 appearance team right broke our nose through doing elite eight a few years back so like we we aren't nice. just like yeah yeah we aren't just like showing up out of nowhere so it's been fun it's been very redeeming i think
0: a quick break to talk about our friends over at symbol and then we'll talk a little bit of sugar bowl we i don't Those know are, either of us are smart too yeah
1: That was also your worst transition ever yeah, Didn't, didn't, didn't little, catch me
0: off guard at all. It was a little cold, but that's <laughs> okay. nothing Nothing got past me on that one. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to be a little up front. Hey, we're going to talk about Symbol. Our, our buddies at Symbol, the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash when your teams win. S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot com. Create a free account. They're still doing the money back guarantee. If you deposit up to $500, use code BEARS12 when you do that and you like lose money or you just become not interested, you won't for some reason. They'll just give you your money back. It's pretty cool. Join Symbol today. No questions asked. Money back guarantee. Start investing and profiting from your favorite teams today. Uh, Quick uh, update on the Sugar Bowl. Looks like Blake Shapin is still under, not under the weather. That's not correct. And also carries different connotations now in today's uh, verbiage. Also,
1: technically, um, everyone's under the weather, so we just, need to, as a society, get rid of that one. Maybe you're ready
0: to be a dad. Maybe, oh. maybe, maybe you can be a dad. Speaking um, of, I have great news. Oh, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> the, you you post the the fake ultrasound uh, to the Patreon first. That's the episode title. You, Evan's exactly. pregnant. Evan's pregnant. Um, Blake Shapen still suffering from the shoulder injury. I would find it highly unlikely that he plays, but it sounds like Gary Bohannon is feeling better. I don't remember what the exact uh, phrase. Doing well is what Craig Smoke tweeted
1: about um, Gary Bohannon.
0: So maybe our starting quarterback back.
1: I he, Here's what I think. Tell me if you think I'm being dumb and like thinking about this too much. Mm-hmm. Probably. Do you not think that it is probably in our best interest to roll it out there with Kyron drones? I have the exact
0: same thought. You know,
1: those hamstring is injuries, it, you're not just better all of a sudden, and you're not permanently better. That shit is it, lingers.
0: Is it in our best interest? No, probably not. But it would would it be the most interesting for people who are confident in the direction of this program to see what drones can do? We would have. Would
1: be pretty cool. We would have a quarterback room that would include a Sugar Bowl winner, yeah, a Big Twelve championship game MVP, and then our starter. That
0: would be what we're rolling with. Yeah, assuming Jones comes out and plays the way yeah. that people are saying that he is playing in practice. So I'm
1: all the way I'm leaning into him. I think he's the future.
0: I I mean, yeah, he absolutely is. Um, big, not not maybe not the biggest early. Um, signing period for Baylor, but they got a uh, a three star quarterback out of Dripping Springs. Um, yeah, looks like he can play a little bit. Kind of a string bean, lanky fellow. Um, Matt, needs- do you
1: want to know something? I'm did, sorry, I interrupted cheeseburger.
0: you. No, he needs to eat cheeseburger. But no, what's up? Yeah, um,
1: I got a little bit of trivia for you about the town of Dripping Springs, and this oh, is real. Man. I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. This I'm not making a joke.
0: I'm ready did, trivia. time. Did,
1: did you know that the citizens of Dripping Springs? recently my probably in the last ten years held a vote to formally change the name of that place to pound town
0: after yeah, dr actually,
1: Pound you did know that
0: I actually did know that you, you did you did not you did not phrase if you had phrased that as a question I would have gotten it right oh shit do people I know that know, no so my my in-laws used to live around that area okay and so i I was reading up on I, I don't know i, I might have been reading the newspaper you know that thing people do um and i actually did read that yeah fantastic stuff pound, pound town. town you have to rename your town pound town. i'm
1: just imagining like that you know it, it, it's a standard vote so there's ballot boxes and <laughs> it, it is thousands of teenagers just like waiting yes. in line
0: <laughs> just rock the vote for pound town. <laughs> absolutely absolutely um yeah, I I think it, you know everybody's covered it ad nauseum. Um, great game, very excited. Won't be making it to New Orleans, but I think I'm going to be hosting. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm going to I'm going to try to cook up some some good food. There's a Baylor basketball game earlier that day. Um, uh, against Iowa State, we can we can jump into basketball a little bit. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the day. Re- ready to to bring in the new year that way. Yeah. Um, Cool. Um, I am kind of out of content, man. Like I, I, We're all just kind of in a waiting period. I heard somebody say that this is uh, between Christmas and New Year's is called the taint of the, of the year or the taint of the calendar. And it, it makes sense.
1: Matt, do you know where the phrase
0: taint came from? Another trivia time. No, I don't. You don't? No. They
1: call it, they call it your taint because it taint your butt and it taint your balls. It's right there in the middle that look on your face listeners you can't see this but the look on matt's face right now says god damn it that was funny but i'm not Mm. gonna tell you but i'm not gonna tell you that's why he was quiet for 10 seconds he was composing himself let it be known that matt thought that was really funny so
0: that that actually got me thinking seeing this on twitter (laughs) for the first time uh why i was thinking about this i'll i don't know but does that make christmas your balls and new year's is your butthole
1: yeah, I think New Year's is your butthole. There's like yeah, a sim- so. there's like a symbolic washing
0: away or rinsing away. Oh, I like that. That's deep. Thing. That's metaphoric. That's really good. That's and, actually you know, the title episode of well, New Year's. And Matt, you know, well,
1: Christmas is Christmas is all about new life. Yeah. Exactly. So really we, we could extend this metaphor a little bit <laughs> and we could say that the They're Lord really and Savior, in. baby
0: Jesus Christ. Please don't do this. <laughs> I'll let I'll let the. Are you saying Jesus lives in my balls? Is that what you are saying? He lives in all of our balls, Matt. First of I all, I think I think that's a fantastic way to wrap up the show, Evan. Uh, I am extremely excited. <laughs> Jesus is stored in the balls. Yeah, Jesus is stored in the balls. That's fantastic. There is nobody that's going to be offended by that, Evan. I want you to pay special attention during your trip to New Orleans. I want you to document as much of it as possible, okay? And uh, and write something up for for patrons because um, I think that'd be really fun.
1: Do you Other think I that, should cosplay as a vlogger and get one of those no, like selfie sticks and walk don't. around? I, I could be I, like on the plane from Chicago. Do. I would
0: rather shut down the podcast than have you associated with me doing that. Thank you. Um Evan, have a fantastic rest of the week. We will talk again next week, hopefully after a big win versus Iowa State uh in men's basketball and a big sugar bowl win uh versus Ole Miss. I'm excited, man, and I know you're wrapping up right now, but I have one more question about yeah, of course the
1: sugar bowl. Are you familiar? How well acquainted are you with train TikTok?
0: Train talk. Train talk.
1: Those that that train would be, like that'd be like, something
0: different. Um,
1: no, yeah, like fans of uh, locomotives.
0: I've, I saw an old man like controlling a model train, and I swiped immediately to the next video. Okay. Do not care. Yeah,
1: there. So there, there's a pretty famous TikToker and he puts a GoPro on his head uh-huh. and he he's very british and he like watches trains come in and he knows all he knows everything about oh, the trains Yeah, about
0: yeah 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 i've seen about, this kid yeah, yeah yeah he's
1: it's the dick my butt video that's him well um, i don't I'll, know it
0: by that name but
1: oh i'll send you it'll be okay. it'll be funnier it'll be funny and appropriate um but his biggest video he has a GoPro Okay. On his head, like a fisheye lens, but he, sure. it, it extends out and it looks at him. Okay, And it's just him. And because just, of the fisheye lens, his eyes are kind of distorted. And He's crying and laughing the whole time. And what I'm getting at is that's what I'm going to do in New Orleans. I'm just going to have a GoPro as we staring win. at the bridge of my nose for the whole day.
0: Or just as you drink your fourth hurricane in yeah. 30 minutes. Yes.
1: I'm going to send you that TikTok because I think once you get all the context here, you are going to pee your pants laughing. because I,
0: I, be, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. This is yeah. how you make
1: premium audio content, folks.
0: I, no, <laughs> Take I, like notes. It. I I like <laughs> it. This is good. We'll 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 put the link in the uh, in the show notes. Um Dude, excited. Excited. 2022 is going to be a great year and uh, I'm excited to talk to you about it on the 2nd, maybe 3rd.
1: Yeah, it's the year we're both getting abs.
0: Well, I don't
1: I heard it here first, folks. I don't know. We're getting to. abs. I'm run Maybe Roller crunchers. I'm not really I'm not running Yeah. Running